Hallelujah. When somebody preaches, I always want the Lord to speak to me. Sometimes it seems like you may feel like you're the only one in the house he's speaking to, but I guarantee you it's for everybody. So let's let the Lord speak to us today. Let's hear what the Spirit would say to the church, and let's be better, and let's be changed by the word of the Lord today. Amen? Praise the Lord. Let's give the Lord a hand as Brother Jake comes this morning. Praise the Lord. I do have a word from the Lord today. We've already had a uh, great time of worship. And you could feel today, or at least I could, when the atmosphere changed. And I know that people are hungry today. That people need a word from the Lord today. There's a lot going on a lot going on, but the Lord has continuously spoke to us, met us at the point of our need as individuals, as a church, in our services, in our lives, and I want to tell you today that the Lord wants to speak to someone today, right at the point of your need. And I know that because we've already had such a great time of worship and here today and we're already, we don't have to warm up. I'm not going to take very much time today, but I do want you to receive this word with faith, knowing that the Lord is trying to speak to you today. So if we could very quickly turn to Ecclesiastes 3, 1 through 8. hot. Ecclesiastes 3, 1 through 8. To everything there is a season, and a time to every purpose under the heaven, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to pluck up that which is planted, a time to kill, a time to heal, a time to break down, and a time to build up, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance. A time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones together. A time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. A time to get and a time to lose. A time to keep and a time to cast away. A time to rend and a time to sow. A time to keep silence and a time to speak. A time to love and a time to hate. A time of war and a time of peace. I want to preach to us for just a few minutes today about seasons and could we not quietly or in a cute kind of way could we lift our hands and our voice right now and cry out to the Lord right now I just I still feel worship in this place we can praise but there's there's worship and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth I wish someone could just let the Holy Ghost flow for a moment. Hallelujah. Lord, we love you in this place today. Speak to us. Lord, anoint my lips of clay today. Help me to speak with love, oh, with wisdom, 
from the Holy Ghost and help us to receive your word today with gladness and be changed forever in the name of Jesus. Everyone said in Jesus' name. Now clap your hands, all you people, and shout unto God with a voice of triumph. Because we are victorious. Hallelujah. Jesus' name. Amen. You can be seated. To everything. To everything. Turn, turn, turn. Before the 1960s band, The Birds, you probably thought it was The Beatles. The Beatles wasn't. Before they ever sang their hit song, Turn, 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 the Word of God laid out the law of the changing seasons of life. And the song, I think, I think, is pretty much word for word, so I can't really say they wrote it. They just put music behind it. But first, the Word of God laid out this law of the changing seasons of life. It's a very familiar passage of Scripture, and we read it or quote it or like to hear it, you know, for encouragement or just to, you know, help us to try and understand somewhere we are in our life. It's one of those passages of Scripture. Now, with the passing of each year, we experience four seasons marked by changes in weather and the surrounding environment. And these four seasons are winter, spring, summer, and autumn, or fall. Does anyone say autumn? No, didn't think so. Winter, spring, summer, and fall. Now, I do realize that in Georgia, we only experience summer and then two weeks of either winter or a wall. But we won't think about that for the sake of the word that needs to go forth today. Because there are actually four seasons. And it might feel like 98 degrees, but it's February and it's just Georgia. And it's just weird. It's just weird. There's no way to predict it, to describe it. This, that's just how it is. But there are four seasons that change. Everywhere except here, I think. Now, when we think, we associate certain things with these seasons. When we start to think about these seasons, we start to think about certain things. With winter, we think cold, or it's supposed to be. We think snow, and that's unheard of almost and sends us into an apocalyptic panic state think about different holidays think about hot chocolate things like that uh spring we think about flowers i think about pollen everything is yellow pollen which i'm convinced is a direct result of the fall of man in the garden of eden one of the curses brought upon us by Eve. And then we think about summer, we start to think about it's hot. And we think about the beach, and we think about ice cream, and 
uh, think about schools out. And uh, everybody who works says, yeah, no summer break. Think about mosquitoes. And then we think about fall. We think it's the most wonderful season. It's the best of all the seasons. And if there were 20 seasons, fall would be the best. Everything's orange and yellow. It's cool, not too cold. Think about leaves and hoodies and football, Thanksgiving. And it's the seasons where all the mosquitoes die and go back to the evil black abyss of wickedness from whence they came. And that's what makes it the best. We associate these different things with the different seasons. Now, just as we experience natural seasons, we go through seasons in our life. And just as we may find one natural season preferable to the others, so it is with seasons in our lives. And just as one natural season may seem infinitely longer than the other seasons, so it is with seasons in our lives. And just as the change of a natural season may bring about certain emotions and feelings and behaviors, so it is with seasons in our lives. And just as we, uh, we, we may long for one season to change and turn into another, so it is with seasons in our lives. And while I know that there are seasons of life that we enjoy, there's, there are good seasons. There are seasons where we're riding high and we're on the mountaintop and everything is good and there's blessings and we're not that worried and we've got peace. And uh, while I know there are seasons like that, the fact is that there are people in here today wondering if this season that they are in is going to ever change and they're praying that it will. There are people in here today that are not in one of those vacation seasons, one of those enjoyable seasons. It's not their favorite season. It's, it's uncomfortable. It may be a season of financial struggle. It may be a season of confusion, a season of sickness. It may be a dry season, but it's not a season that you want to be in. And you're hoping that the seasons will change, but you started to wonder, is this even a season? This might just be my life. This might just be the way that it is in my life. You might feel like it's a Georgia season and it just never changes. Just the same all the time. But I'm telling you today, and the Lord spoke this to me weeks ago, and I have prayed and, and, and sought the Lord about it and Today, the Lord wants me to remind you of two words. Seasons change. And you cannot stop it. And you cannot make it not so. Seasons change. Just as the changing of seasons is an unchangeable natural law, it is forever settled in the infallible word of God that to everything there is a season. Come on, somebody. 
Just like you can't stop uh, winter from turning to spring and spring from turning to summer and summer from turning to fall, you cannot stop the fact that seasons change. You cannot make it not so that to everything there is a season and there is a purpose to everything. Seasons do change. Seasons do change. Somebody said one time, you can cut all the flowers, but you can't stop spring from coming. It's, that's the way that it is in the natural and in our lives, in the spiritual. It, it, it seasons change. But there's a lot that goes on, on our part, in the changing of these seasons. Now, that's what, that's what does change. Now, I want to look at what should not change in the changing of seasons. Because seasons are going to change. Can't stop it. Seasons are going to change. But what should not change in the middle of all the change is our trust in God. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. Oh, we've, we quote it in Sunday school. We've heard it since, we've heard it for years and years. But trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. Trust ye in the Lord forever, for in the Lord Jehovah is everlasting strength. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. I tell you, as the seasons change and as it's up and down and life might be a roller coaster, what does not change is my trust in God and my trust in the Word of God. That's something that does not change. If it's changing, it's just because I trust Him more than I ever have. If anything's changing, it's I trust Him more than I ever have. I tell you something else that ought not to change is our praise and our worship. Job said, naked came I out of my mother's womb, and naked shall I return thither. He went from a good season to a bad season, a real bad season. But he said, the Lord gave, the Lord hath taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And guess what? The seasons changed again. And the latter end was blessed greater than the former. Because I will bless the Lord at all times. And his praise shall continually be in my mouth. And that doesn't change with the changing seasons. I will bless the Lord at all times. I will bless the Lord who hath given me counsel. My reins also instruct me in the night seasons. In the night seasons. Our praise and worship doesn't change while everything around us does. If anything's changing, I'm praising him more. If anything's changing, my, my worship is more fiery. My worship is more fervent. My praise is, is, is more exuberant. I, 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 if anything, it's, it's more. I'm going to praise him more. I'm going to worship him more. Now, our prayer, our prayer life shouldn't change. 
in changing seasons. We, we should not pray uh, any less because we are in a dry season or a hard season. Rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation, continuing instant in prayer. 1 Thessalonians 5.17 simply says, pray without ceasing. The seasons do not cease to change, and I will not cease to pray. I will not cease to fall on my knees and pray in every season. Just because things get hard, I'm not going to stop talking to the Lord. You know what else? Got to get a drink of water for this one. Our fellowship and our church attendance should not change in the changing seasons. Our fellowship and our church attendance should not be shaken in the changing seasons of life. And you may think I'm just trying to put a little plug right here, but it's the word of God. Not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another and so much the more as ye see the day approaching. One thing have I desired of the Lord, that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Now, come on, somebody. You ought, you ought to shout about that. The seasons might change, and I might look around and see a lot of things are different, but I'm going to get to the house of the Lord. I can pray in my car. I can worship at home, but there is something about dwelling together with my brothers and my sisters in unity in the house of the Lord where I can behold his beauty, and I can inquire in his temple, and I can hear the word of God preached over this desk. There's something about getting into the house of the Lord. And just because the seasons change, I'm not going to lay out. And I'm not going to be a hermit. And I'm not going to stop talking to everybody. And I'm not going to pull myself away from everything going on. Come on, somebody. It doesn't change just because the seasons do. Our commitment and our faithfulness ought not to change in the changing seasons. And let us not be weary in well-doing. For in due season, we shall reap if we faint not. Let us not be weary in well-doing. When it's that dry season and you don't see the fruit, don't be weary in well-doing. When it's that hard season and it seems like it's lasted forever, don't be weary in well-doing. Don't stop serving the Lord. Don't stop following after that call that he's placed on your life. The call of God has not changed just because the seasons have. Just because everything else has been turned upside down does not mean the Lord has forgotten what he spoke to you. Be not weary in well-doing. Because that due season is coming. If we faint not, we shall reap. It ought not to change. Now, I'm moving right along here. That's what should not change. Now, let me tell you what does not change and will not change and cannot change. Jesus Christ, the same 
yesterday and today and forever. Just let, just let that sink in for a minute. Who, 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 who do we serve? Who are we doing this for? Who do we proclaim to put our faith and trust in? Why are we even sitting in this house today? Who's it for? It's for the Lord Jesus. And Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. He does not change with the changing seasons of life. His word does not change. His promises do not change. Come on. Come on, somebody. His faithfulness does not change. His peace does not change. His mercy and love and kindness and long-suffering, it does not change with the changing seasons of life. For the mountains shall depart and the hills be removed, but my kindness shall not depart from thee, neither shall the covenant of my peace be removed, saith the Lord that hath mercy on thee. Lift up your eyes to the heavens and look upon the earth beneath. For the heavens shall vanish away like smoke and the earth shall wax old like a garment and they that dwell therein shall die in like manner. But my salvation shall be forever and my righteousness shall not be abolished. Come on, somebody. That's who you serve. That's who you're doing this for. He doesn't change. He doesn't grow weak. He doesn't lose any power. Nothing ever surprises him. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words shall not pass away. Heaven and earth shall pass away. Everything else shall pass away, but the one thing that remains in the end is my word. I'm telling you that the word that the Lord spoke to you has not changed. The promise that he has given you has not changed. The mercy that he will have on you has not changed. The love that he shows to you has not changed. It doesn't matter what season it is. It doesn't matter what season you're in. It doesn't matter if it's a bad season or a good season. The Lord is the same yesterday and today and forevermore. And if that's not enough to get you to rejoice, then you need to pinch yourself and wake up right now. Because I promise you seasons are going to change and you're going to get thrown for a loop. And things are going to get hard sometimes. And changes are going to be big and drastic sometimes. So you might as well know that's coming. But something else that's solid, something else you can stand on is that the word of the Lord does not change in the different seasons. And the promise that he gave me still survives through every season. And the word that he gave me still applies in every season. Oh, somebody worship the Lord right now. Somebody lift your hands and worship the Lord right now. Come on, it might not be due season yet, but it's coming. The seasons do change, and I can rejoice in hope in every season. I can have confidence in every season because he's the same yesterday. He's still my comforter in this season. His promise is still alive in this season. He's still my healer in this season. He's still my strength in this season. It doesn't change. It doesn't get... When I'm weak, then he's made strong. 
If anything, he just gets stronger. If anything, it just shows him stronger. If anything, his glory is just going to be revealed. Even if I feel weak, even if I'm in a dry season, even if I'm not where I want to be, even if I'm saying, when's this season going to end? When's the season going to change? It still doesn't change what God told you. I feel the Holy Ghost. You can rejoice and be confident in every season of life. So let me calm down for a second. Maybe if I don't holler at you, you'll get it. The seasons are going to change. That's just... It's inevitable. Life is going to change. You're going to get doctor's reports that throw you for a loop. You're going to have people in your life that that they might do something. They might have some news, some exciting news, some disappointing news. Job situation is going to happen. Financial thing is going to come up. But there's going to be good changes. There's going to be exciting things. There's going to be times of blessing, times of uh, where we're on the mountaintop. The principle, though, is that life is constantly changing. So you cannot say that word does not apply to me because it does. Some of you in here today, just looking at life just even months ago, it's so much different. So much has happened. But look where you're sitting at today. Because there are some things that don't change. Or some things that should not change. And hats off to you for being in the house of God, even though so much has changed and so much has happened. But the seasons are going to change. You've got to know that. Seasons are not only going to change in our individual lives. Seasons change in our church. We have seasons as a church body. You know what? I hate summer. If there's anyone in here named Summer, I love you. I'm sorry. But the season summer, I hate it. I mean, with a capital H. I hate summertime. And I don't know how many people I've ever just told that to. I know I've told it to some. But I hate, hate summertime. And you might say, man, that's summer vacation. That's the beach. That's when it's warm. That's when you can swim in the pool. I love getting in the pool. I love the beach. I like ice cream. I eat ice cream all year round, so. I like those things. I can have fun with those things. I like not looking like a ghost for about two months out of the year. But I hate summertime. And some of y'all that's still in school is like, no, 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 no. I love summertime. I hate it for several reasons. Because, mostly because my life is pretty much wrapped up in everything that goes on in this church. I hate when, the, when certain college kids leave for the summer. 
because they're a huge asset to me and to our church with the, and with the youth. And everything. I, I hate that. I hate how hot it is. I hate mosquitoes. I hate that, that everybody's so spread out and everybody's so busy and that there are certain ones that think summer vacation means summer vacation from church. I hate that. Look, if you're in here today, I'm not talking to you. You're literally sitting in here. I'm not preaching against going on vacation. But I hate how spread out everyone is. I hate how hectic everything is. I hate how, look, I love our Georgia camps. I'm our Section 3 youth director, and I love what we do. I love the camps, but I'm so exhausted after camps. Uh, Camps are so busy. It's so hot. You're just going and going and going. There's just a lot that goes on in the summer that makes me say I'm ready for fall. I hate summer. And, you know, that brings, sometimes summertime brings about a season in our church. I was trying to remember where I was even going with that. I just started talking about how much I hate summer. Sometimes the natural summer season brings about a season in, uh, you know, in not just our church, but in ch- churches. What's Pastor been saying? Summertime blues. It just, it's just the season of vacation and the season of busyness. And I like everybody to be together. But you know what? School's about to be back in. Fall's coming. There's going to be a a ton of events that's going to make people come to church. Thanksgiving banquets and... (sighs) Food. What I'm trying to say is that the season is going to change. And it might still be this same temperature in November, but it's going to be a different season and a different time. And so it is in the seasons of our life. You can stand with me today. I want to tell us one more thing. I'm just trying to encourage someone today. Listen, in the natural when seasons change... People start to behave differently. They start to put up, just say when winter turns to spring, they start to put up wintertime clothes, start to hang up the jackets, and ladies start putting away them boots. And some people even eat different things, drink different things, stop going certain places. They, they act like the season is changing. And some of you in here today, I know that the Lord has been stirring things up in your life and bringing you into a new season. Trying to get your attention. Trying to say it's time. The seasons are changing. It's time for a change. It, it, it's time to walk forward. And when that starts happening, not in the natural, but in our, in our life. When those seasons start to change, you can't act like it's the season that you've been in anymore. You can't, if it's, if it's summer, you can't act like it's winter. If the season is changing, you can't stay in that season that's behind you.
you got to start acting differently. You got to start doing some things differently because you're going to be uncomfortable if you don't. Now, there are some, like I said, there are some things that don't change or should not change. But sometimes there are some steps forward that we have to take and we've got to keep moving. And we've got to say, you know what? I'm stepping into this next season with confidence. I'm stepping into this next season knowing that the Lord is with me and He has not changed. And if He wants to change me for the better, that's fine. But there are some things that are not going to change in my life. My faithfulness to Him. My prayer and worship and praise and, and, and confidence in Him. And, and my, uh, my, you know, I'm going to be in the house. There, there are things that won't change. But God, if you want to use this season, the transition of this season to change me for the better, then do it. And I know that there are people in here today that are in the middle of that. And so all I'm trying to do today, and I know the Lord gave me this weeks ago and set it up. I know, planned it out. Made everything fall into place so that someone in this house today could hear this word and know He's trying to call you into a new season. He's trying to do something new. So I want us all that will, right now, I I know we're not running and jumping and shouting and hollering, but could you come to these altars today or make an altar where you are? And could you lift your hands and could you receive the word of the Lord today and be encouraged that I'm going forward that the Lord has taken me into this new season. You can be confident that the Lord has His hand on you. You can be confident that the Lord is speaking to you. Let's receive this word today in the name of Jesus.
Hallelujah, Lord, we praise you. Lord, we thank you. What a tremendous reminder. You know, if you don't believe that seasons change, when you leave here, I want you to go to Hobby Lobby. Because you can go ahead and decorate for fall or winter or whatever today. You can stock your house with all the fall decor you want today. And, you know, we kind of get agitated at that because we're like, it's summertime. I don't want to think about hay bales and pumpkins. You know. But what it does do is give you ample time to prepare for what's coming. And that's what the house of the Lord does. Because you're going to come in here week after week and you're going to get something that can prepare you for a season that's yet to come. Mm-hmm. Son, I felt that when I said it. Woo! My. Yeah, you might be like, that ain't me. When is he going to preach something I need? I'm on the mountaintop. I don't need that. Oh, don't worry. There's another side of that mountain. And you're going to need it. And you can find something today that you'll need for a season. It might not be here for another month or another year. But it's coming. And so that's why I like what he said. Don't, don't, don't let it, wherever you're at, change your attendance to the house of the Lord or your prayer life or your study life, things like that. Because it's going to get you ready for a season that's coming. It'll keep you in the one you're in, and it'll, it'll get you to the one that's coming. You'll be, you'll be decked out and ready to go when that season hits. That's why Peter said, think it not strange. You knew this season was coming. You ought to be prepared for it. Praise God. I'm thankful for a, a Lord that, uh, you know, if, we, if we'll apply ourselves, we don't ever have to be caught off guard <laughs> because we know that these things are coming in our life. It might not be what we expected, but we was expecting something. Praise God. Let's give the Lord a hand and a shout to say, God's going to take care of you. Thank you, son, for a great word, a great reminder today. The older you get, the more you recognize those seasons. Let me tell you, young people, you, you'll see, but the older you get, you realize life changes and seasons of your life change and Boy, it's great to have that anchor of the soul. Amen. Thank you for being in service today. We love you dearly. Appreciate our visitors being with us today. Hope you'll come back and see us. We love you. Have a great day. Let's all get together for prayer tomorrow night, 7 o'clock. God bless you. You can be dismissed in Jesus' name.